Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP Podcast Reviews Edition. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are my two bestest best friend, Chibax. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, happy to be here. Can't wait to discuss our new animated series, Blue Eyes Samurai. Yeah. And right below Chibax is our other bestest best friend and his adorable son, Arnie. Hello there. Uh, yeah, excited to talk about Blue-Eyed Samurai. And uh, yeah, let's get this going. And uh, if this is your first time on the channel, thank you very much for the view. We are the Plus 63 HP Stable the Podcast, where on Mondays and Tuesdays, we review uh, a recently dropped TV series or a movie. Um, on Wednesdays, we drop our very, very first D&D campaign, Bunch of middle Middle-Aged Old Guys. Um, playing their first campaign we record it put it on youtube for posterity and hope you guys enjoy and uh, join our adventure on thursdays we have a curated list of videos featurettes clips trailers that we react to uh, these are upcoming content and we'll let you know whether we're hyped about that particular content or project when when we put pluses in those particular in, in that trailer or clip and if we're not we just put a minus on it uh, on Fridays, Chibox and our other bestest best friend, RJ, uh, cannot get enough of D&D. So they have a second campaign where they are yeah, bad guys. Maybe. So that's dropped uh, uh, on, on Fridays. And that's the entire week. Most days you'll have new content coming out of this channel. So if you like it, hopefully you like and subscribe and share youtube.com plus 63HP to your friends and family. We're also on all the socials at plus six. 3HP is our handle on Facebook, Twitter, or X, and Instagram. If you don't want to watch us video on demand, you whip out your phone, open your podcasting app of choice, search plus 63HP, subscribe through us through there. We are all in all of the major podcasting apps. We prefer Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, of course. Uh, and we're also live streaming all of our recordings. So during weekends, mornings, Eastern time, evenings, Philippine time. Uh, you can watch us on twitch.tv slash plus six three HP. It's always fun if we see people in the chat room so we can discuss uh, our DD campaign or any of our other recordings live with you guys. So we typically start around 10 a.m. Eastern now that it's uh, no longer daylight savings time. Uh, and that'll be like 11. Uh, PM uh, uh, Philippine time around that time. So just hop on uh, and enjoy the show. We're typically recording for a few hours. But in this particular episode, we are reacting to, I, I think I can safely say this, the first season of Blue Eyes Samurai. All right. This is uh, an amazing project on Netflix. I'll give a little bit of stats before I turn it over to Arnie for the quick synopsis and your initial thoughts about uh, this series. So, and this is um, an eight episode series, animated series on Netflix. It's created by Michael Green. Uh, he He's mostly like a, a, a television writer. Like, you know, his, his IMDb includes Sex in the City, The River, American Gods. Uh, Raising Dion, which is also like a Netflix project. Um, but he wrote uh, uh, a direct-to-video Green Lantern or a bunch of Green Lantern uh, movies. I think the thing that kind of really feel the brand of his work in this particular series is he's the writer for Logan. 
So a lot of the that slow brooding action, violent action, you know, uh, he did. He also did, you know, Alien Covenant. He's also the writer for for Blade, the upcoming Blade series. So mm. th- that's giving me a lot of hope, uh, giving me a lot mm. of encouragement. But he also, you know, wrote Jungle Cruise, right? Something like that. I enjoy Jungle um, Cruise. I didn't say he's uh, great. But- I just say I enjoyed it. He wrote two of the uh, Poirot movies, Death on the Nile and A Haunting on Venice. Okay, so, so that's good. I like that. I he like didn't write the Orient Express, though. But yeah, that this is a very, movie. very, um, you know, very lauded uh, writer. So this is, uh, you know, his creation with Amber Noizumi. I'm assuming Amber is like more of like the cultural references and cultural research. Directed by Jane Wu. I couldn't get anything on, on Jane Wu, but main character, include Maya Erskine uh, as Mizu, the blue-eyed Ronin. Uh, Maya Erskine is more most famous from Pen15. Uh, um, he is also in that new movie with um, uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, Falcon uh, in in uh, in Paramount Plus, which is uh, uh, exciting. But you know, man seeking woman Mickey Betas. I forget. I'll check it out later, but. Um, he uh, like okay, he slash she because like again, she is a she pretending to be a he because back in those days, if you're a woman, your only uh, uh, function was to be wed and to breed and to serve the man. But Maya Erskine uh, is also be uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Donald Glover. Oh, the, oh, there you go. That sounds great. Um, uh, so she plays Mizu. Uh, she has a sidekick. Uh, Ringo, played by Machio. the venerable Heroes. Masioka of Heroes Masioka. fame. All right. Uh, I didn't realize that he's also in like Hawaii Five. Oh, I don't watch those shows, but uh, the quote unquote bully slash love interest, Dan Bar- Darren Charles Barnett, is there. Um, Brenda Song is, you know, she's coming out in all of these fun Asian movies now. She plays Akemi, which is initially the love interest of Taigen, but Taigen. just became like a pretty cool um, uh, strategic per- princess person on her side. Uh, she is joined by George Takei playing Seki. Uh, Seki is kind of uh, her uncle slash butler slash overall guide love that man's voice uh very fun role for randall park he plays yeah. and shindo one of the main big bads slash you know one of the more treacherous japanese lords there uh, randall park typically plays the the fun nice good dad and now he's like this conniving person which is kind of great like it was a little jarring selfish. Yeah, you, got, you really got the selfish point though um, the the other thing too is uh, Master Eiji, the person that takes in Mizu, Master Swordsmaker, also swordsman, blind swordsman, is played by Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa. I like this casting because we, we, the I know Asian names hard to remember, but with Chanson. with Kari Hiroyuki, we we associate him with when we see his face, he's always like the bad evil Asian Japanese guy, right? She's he's a Shang Tsung in the original Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. movies. But I like the fact that he's like the the good wise uh, blind swordsmith here. I really love his Agreed. character. And 
the 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 main main big bad of this particular season uh you know we'll discuss the main plot of the story shortly but uh one of the, the one of the uh yes one of the the foreigners that is part of Mizu's list uh, is Abijah Fowler, uh, played by Kenneth Branagh. You know, he's a British guy who's taking over, wants to take over the the Shogunate through uh, chipping his arms there. So there you go. There's a bunch of other fun, um, uh, not minor, but like supporting characters. Stephanie Su uh, is... Uh, Ming-Na Wen. Is, yeah, Ming-Na Wen is, again... Another, uh, you know, another madame, right? Harry Shum is like becoming uh, a more and more popular in uh, in the zeitgeist. He was, you know, of glee fame. He's Costa Rican Asian, uh, of course. Uh, Mark Dacascos is there, like one of the main assassins, and uh, uh, who's Patrick Gallagher? Uh, so Patrick Gallagher, we know him as you know, a Canadian actor and at the museum kind of stuff. So he's also there as a minor character. But with that, again, eight episodes released on Netflix on November third. Um, most episodes are thirty-ish minutes each, except for the last episode, which was like came at a whopping sixty-two minutes. Pretty dope. I really enjoyed that. It's like I I was super surprised that I was. Super, super long. Before we get into the nitty gritty details, initial reactions, Arnie, go. You're mute. Still on mute. Can you hear me? There you there go. go. There we go. Oh, yeah. I love the show. Uh, of course, when you know, when you're talking about samurai anime, the bar has been set by Kenshin, uh, Ruro and Kenshin. And I'd say this, yeah, yeah, this really uh, did a good job. Uh, um, Mizu's character was built up well. Uh, like you, you could actually believe that she could actually fight. And of course, you know, it's still anime, so it's there's a lot of plot armor. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's also like a good, uh, telling of Japanese history, at least uh, the protectionism that they did early, early, like way before the Meiji Restoration. So it's yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good story, and I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Chibax, initial reactions. Um, yeah, before I saw this, like um, every everybody was raving about it. You know, uh, some even I even saw an article like best thing Netflix done in a while or ever or something. And I loved it. I really loved it, but it's not perfect. Oh so, yeah. So yeah, I have issues. Uh I was coming in with high hopes with 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 their like with people raving on it, but um something for me it's if I was gonna be like the best animated series that Netflix has done, it's still Arcane. That that one yeah. really oh, took well, a, that uh, one really Arcane took us to the trip. That's just yeah. good cinema. Period. That was just like perfect. So yeah, yeah, this one is really good. I loved I loved it, but I have some issues. Um, I I was extremely surprised how I how much I liked the series, uh, particularly because it it came off the heels of. Onimusha, which is also a Netflix animated samurai series that is mm-hmm. action heavy. So, like, 
wait, everything is kind of the it. So that was weird for me that, you know, two weeks, a week later, Onimusha, it's Blue Eye Samurai, but, um, and typically, you know, not a sexist thing. I just like, usually it's just hard for me to get behind female-led action series because it, just it for the, yeah, yeah, but it's the actual physicality of being a samurai, right? But this was fucking amazing. I loved every single thing. Action was great. Story was great. The, the action was, was better than I expected. Yeah, oh yeah. Characters That's how good the stories. The, the layers of the stories were great. Like they were talking about the women's role in this in, mm -hmm. in, in very in a way that it was it felt lived in. It felt natural. Yeah. Because the idea of it is like, no, we're at the time where it's just the it's just how it is. Mm -hmm. So I Truly, truly enjoy that. So I'm super excited about uh, the second season. So yeah. Um, yeah, with that, let's rock straight into the synopsis so we can give our um, thoughts. Um, Arnie, rock it. Yeah, so as I was mentioning earlier, as I mentioned earlier, uh, this, the, the, how do I call this? The, the setting is, of course, uh, I would call this maybe medieval Japan. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Uh, this is like during the time when, hold on, uh, that uh, the shogun basically closed Japan for trade yeah. uh, from outsiders. And uh, because of that, uh, the main character, Mizu, being a what you call a half breed, is considered ugly and well, a monster. So of course uh, she, she of course um, she herself was not treated well, and uh, and even the people around her who thought well, that she was a man also didn't treat her well, with the exception of maybe Ringo. He's the she's the only and and uh, the bland, the the sword father, but basically that's just the way it is in Japan, uh, with the protectionism. Uh, and of course, uh, shogun shogunates. Of course, it's just the samurais and the shoguns and the daimyos who basically rule everything. So, and and the women are just basically uh, currency, like uh, for alliances. You know, typical you know uh, patriarchal uh, setup. Um, then we find out that Mizu, uh, uh, when she ran away from you know, from being killed, uh, found a. Uh, found the, the, the sword father who was like a, the swordsmith and tried to uh, by watching all this the samurai who got swords from the sword father basically she was able to learn from their techniques and how good it was or how trash their techniques are and also learn how to create her own uh, blade uh, but also, uh, you know, a little bit of a spoiler in, in the end, uh, her sword breaks, so she has to basically reforge it, but she still doesn't have the, I guess, the, the soul of that sword. Mm -hmm. uh, so she doesn't, she hasn't earned it yet. Um, and of course, her motivation is it's kind of like the, the, the previous, uh, just like the killer, uh, the movie we reviewed. It's a revenge tour, basically. Uh, so she was hunting four people because uh, at that time apparently there was only four white people in, yep. uh, in Japan. Uh, she already killed the what? first one, which is cool. I love cool. the the fact that we, 
you know, we have at least three seasons. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, their plan is if 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 they don't get cancelled is four. I think it's, it's, gonna be a it's a fourth season. Oh, wow. Like just becoming killing Japan. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so she was Try, trying to track down this Abadai, Mr. Fowler, who um, basically is your, of course, he's British, <laughs> uh, especially at, at that time in, in the world history, it's just the British, they're able to trade with uh, nations for like opium, uh, of course, prostitution, mm-hmm. and arms. Uh, this at, at this time, uh, uh, Europe has already been, you know, they're really deep into the gunpowder age. And meanwhile, Japan is, like I said, medieval, all about the sword, the samurai. But because they're, 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 their borders are closed for any foreigner, so they yeah. haven't really discovered technology or yeah, exactly. developed in technology yet. Yeah, so so that's what uh, the, the British was offering the, the, the shogun. Turns out it was the one who brought his own demise, basically. Uh, so, yeah. So she, basically, that's what she, the, the the much of the story is. Her Mizu trying to go after Mister Fowler, and going through every obstacle that she could face, and meanwhile, uh, getting entangled with a few characters, like sorry, like Ringo, uh, Tigan, um, uh, what's the name of the girl? Um, uh, Makemi. Princess Academy, yeah, and, and even like the madam, uh, which now I know it's Ming Na Wen. So, just basically, uh, you know, so it's just her interacting with these characters who are not, they don't have the same goals, but they all intertwined together because everything is being touched by the, the Mr. Fowler. Uh, the climax of the season was when. Uh, the guns are already there, and then so there's an army, and basically uh, the shogun was killed uh, unceremoniously. Basically, a shameful, a shameful death. Not, not even, you know, especially with Japan, uh, these the way it's been portrayed, it's all about honor and you know dying with honor. But of course, the way the shogun was killed was a gun. It's not. There's no nothing honorable by it. So it was shameful, uh, and so it's just. Uh, uh, so the the sons who uh, who one eventually became the husband of the princess, uh, you know, they, they decided okay we really have to close our borders, not even deal with any trade, even if, you know, because of greed it, they almost got killed. So hold on, <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah. So basically. And somebody take over. Uh yeah. So for me, uh, um, the action was a lot better than expected. Uh, just some things didn't hit right, or like I guess there are more questions. Like the early Akami arc was like unnecessary for me. Like I, like it became interesting in a little bit when he she started. Uh taking control. I think it's more like uh, Sansa's arc in Game of Thrones where the first part was like uh-huh. Yeah, well, I think she's learning, I guess, but it was it wasn't um visually interesting to watch for me. Yeah. I think uh, it's just like they needed 
they needed like a contrast between female taking power through physical force versus female yeah. taking power through other ways. Uh, I, yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see the point. It's just that visually it wasn't fun. It wasn't something fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and the 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 what you call it, the twist that oh yeah Mizu is actually female I like recalled I mean if you just heard the voice like oh that, that uh, a very unnatural lowering of the voice so we know yeah but uh, uh but yeah um the action uh, the first set piece again uh, in the dojo was amazing a lot of nice stuff uh we got a rockly moment taking taking the weights off. And then kicking ass, Taigen was amazing. But um, here's the thing too: those I see the thing that they do. They do a lot of this has been done before, but they do it slightly cooler. They're not just weights. No, they, yeah, don't no, worry. Let's get. So that was the first fight. Love that. So, uh, yeah. So he she was kicking ass in the dojo, and then so Taigen, who's supposedly the best swordsman of that dojo, comes in and kicks her kicks Mizu's ass which was surprising that she was gonna lose to Taigen but then we find out that she has weights on her arms and her legs and she took them off and then she just she was so fast that uh, uh, Taigen couldn't keep up and then so the the main the the three best fight sets for me is that one um, the the one against the four claws or was okay. It was fun in a sense. Nice, realistic. Like she got hurt, but it's well There's done. There's a lot of them. Yeah, uh, but the the one the, the 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 against the no 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 the four four fangs. I mean the one by the cliff was okay. Yeah. But the one versus the 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 claws. The one that was another highlight for me, where. Uh, it starts with the typical like Batman esque uh, taking care of those bad guys from the dark, but then when we get the one versus many, and that's one moment. I that might be my favorite episode where we get the backstory of her, uh, finally also getting married and then falling in love. Surprisingly, surprised her that she could have fallen in love with a guy. Who? What kind of weapon is this? It's like a glaive. Is it a glaive? Uh, like like a like, like a spear. It's like right? a spear, spear with the sword at the end, or with the big blade at yeah. the end. I forgot what what yeah. what the name of that time of weapon yeah, is. Yeah, there was a proper name about it's it. It's like a halberd. I'm not. I, I don't know if it's a halberd. Yeah. But anyways, halberd. Right? So, halberd. So she yeah. fights these people with uh, like ninja claws, like many of yeah. them, and it. Uh, it plays with the flashback of her getting married, but uh, being taught. Well, she didn't. Be, she knew already how to fight. I guess with that, so she takes off the weights one by one. But then the weights become a handle, and increases the length of the the sword to make it sword. that you kind of weapon, the like tip. the halberd Sorry. weapon, which yeah. her previous husband said that uh, is the best weapon against uh, when you're surrounded. So she kicks yeah. ass. She has this nice scene where it's like she's break dancing, nice slow mo shots, uh, nice gr- gruesome bloody shots, and like very creative. Like she spun it, 
she jabs someone and then she uses her leg as a leverage to throw that guy mm-hmm. it was just like amazing very creative very stylish fight scenes and my other favorite fight scene was the castle with the traps all the different kinds of traps and her co- coming back to that ice bucket to either help heal the foot or <laughs> wake up from the drugs those were uh when she was drugged also make a lot of shots well uh some of my issues were like i said the Achemi plot was only interesting at the end um uh, Tygen was good. I liked him. Surprisingly, how how he changed from being the annoying guy to like one of the best. Ringo was fun and amazing. I loved her. Him. Uh, I guess one of my issues also is like uh, I don't. It, it was intentional, but like uh, she's this. Sometimes she wants to do the samurai thing, the honorable thing. Then sometimes she's just on the vengeance. Vengeance. Like that's so, what the most of the movie was was like her fighting against this. Like I'm not a samurai. One, yeah. you're a girl. You don't have a master, right? Samurai is yeah. about honor. No, but right? about honor. yeah, revenge, right? She's a she's a ronin, basically. Yeah, but then she she does it sometimes. Sometimes she does not, and yeah. it's not. It's like she can't. It wasn't in the sense of like was she torn. And then she's learning to be one-sided. But it, it was just like, eh, let's see what happens. Like one time this, then the other. So it's not like, I understand if it's like leaning towards something. And it may still be because it's only season one. But the way the setup in the first season was like, eh, sometimes I'll do it, sometimes I'm not. So even when I'm doing it, it's still weird. It's like, uh, like... They made it look like in the end she accepted being a samurai honorable, but then it's still not. You know, it's still like vengeance and even the last scene with Abijay Flowler in the burning thing where she says, look what your vengeance has wrought and it's all fucking city burning. And mm-hmm. technically it's because of her because she started the fire. Yeah. And that's my other issue is like, is that city really that combustible? <laughs> like, well, well yeah, would it burn talks. that fast? Would they not have a... But also, it's like, you know, there's only one gate where everybody can come out. I, yeah, it was so gate, weird. Out. I don't know. There was some stuff that was like, I don't know if it was like... Uh, yeah, like Arnie said, like, just plot armor just to get get it done. Like, did they not have concept of guns? I, I thought so. I thought, like, you know... I think they do because Tygen said that they have guns. So well, it's I think like select people do, but it's most not people... like I just it was just so weird that they would stand up in front of those gates and just like they know they have guns and they all of they all of them just stood up in that bridge to get slaughtered like like well if you remember the Patriots like the the old uh, you know U.S. Revolution guns like they're just standing there like oh okay. <laughs> So, yeah, but at least there it was guns versus guns. This one is yeah. like, if I know that you have a gun, which is something that can shoot something stronger and faster than an arrow, why would I put like thirty people in front of the bridge? To you know what I mean? Well, what is the disadvantage I, I of a gun? Knew. It's long. It's short. 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 Uh, close combat. So bring him in close. So like, 
I don't know. So yeah, and then uh, yeah, that 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 was the undoing of Abijah uh, Fowler when he get got in close and only of brought only a few people. So when the samurai won in the close combat against the guns, he got fucked. And uh, yeah, I didn't uh, enjoy the the set the final set piece in the final episode as much as the others, other fights. So, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. That's it for me. And it's also hard for me to see that she's like, how can she have the soul? Of the samurai when the one she's angry at is also a part of her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's also ashamed of herself. She accepts that she's yeah, and and that's what made, for me that's what's the most interesting about. She accepts her, really. that she's also a monster because of her father who made her. So it's like I don't know. I don't see how how she can be at peace. Okay, she become Everything. an honorable samurai if that her core her core self is corrupted in her sense. Keep going. I'll I'll listen. I I just think that the, you know this series is you know it's touted as an action anime, but what is most interesting are the themes behind it because. Everything that is in the movie is extremely multi-layered. So it's you're 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 thinking about like just the idea of being discriminated against just because your um your eyes are something that you have no control over, like your eyes. Yeah. Of course, top topical, very topical. Um, but for her, it's you know, we're talking about her eyes that makes her the monster, but also being a female makes her a monster. Also um uh just being different there's so many things that are uh each one of these characters are fighting against a particular structure uh and that's why i think you know there's equal amounts of time given to mizu time to akemi time for taigen because like taigen too he started uh, you know started as a um an honorable quote unquote samurai but you know part of his duty was to just you know marry his way into noble no, no, royalty so that's another thing too but like on his end you know he does things he is considered honorable but there are certain things that he does that are not honorable but are accepted because it was part of the culture so uh, there's so many layers around uh, this that kind of for me makes you really introspective about um, what purpose truly is like there yes there's about honor like there's on there's honor in going after re, re, revenge or just killing, right? That's your purpose. That's what you think your purpose in life is. And along the way, there's people that t- taught her about what honor was. The master, uh, Ringo, Taigen, like again, because like it was weird. Like she was not f- there for honor at all. She just wants to kill people. Uh-huh. And then when he realizes, like on on the route to that pathic she becomes she's introduced to honor at some point and takes on the apprentice and helps out people etc etc so um but in the end still kind of like using the enemy for his for her means uh so it's kind of like extremely everything is shades of gray like even akemi 
um like whoring herself out using being a whore to kind of like uh get information and get leverage and to find her actual true love which is also antithetical to me it's like you're gonna pretend to be a whore to find your guy but also your guy yeah. is <laughs> your guy so you gotta be like there's so many weird layers around there that is super fascinating but that's what i love about this series is like everybody has just an internal struggle and you don't know whether they're doing it for the right thing or the wrong reason or the wrong reason for the right thing or they're doing the right thing with the wrong reason or they're doing the wrong thing with the right reason in the end we're all just like trying to get through uh so um the only thing that kind of like really threw me off is i do love the brutality i do love the animation do love everything but you know that's the reason why i'm having a little bit of a hard time like suspending my disbelief in some of the action sequence because mizu gets beat up here she gets uh she got her you know she had her like you know one of the episodes one of the spears went through her leg possibly her achilles yeah. And she still was to able to like do that jump that the thing that we saw in the trailer uh, like yeah. a split second ago. She was yeah. still able to do all of those things. I so I was just hoping maybe they should have made her a little bit more evasive, get damage yeah. but not bad damage. Yeah, or yeah. M- really make her like like limp the rest of the way yeah. through. Like so that those are the only things. But in the end, it looked good. So Arnie, take it away. You're you're yeah. We we get it. Uh. uh um yeah yeah piggybacking on that like yeah that the plot armor like you know the, the amount of time she gets injured she should have died of infection by now uh uh plus uh i mean the fight scenes are really great i mean like i said it's uh, you know your it's your typical anime uh set set pieces and there's some the way they shot it too, I guess, with the computer animation, it just looked like a video game. There were times I go like, "Whoa, that's like a cutscene uh, transition." Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, if I'm pretty sure if somebody wants to adapt this as a video game, I mean, it could be like the like the the PS4 game, the Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Tsushima, yeah, something like that, yeah. It could easily apply that, and and of course the voice acting, uh, especially Randall Park playing that uh, that evil lord, and uh, you know the whole the the tea ceremony or the tea party that they had. Yeah, it was just there's some just really great uh, set pieces that they created. Um, can't wait for season two, but yeah, there's just a lot of, I mean, yeah, like uh, like the. Uh, Akemi, uh, the the princess. The princess. Yeah, so you're like, okay, so you end up in the whorehouse, and you just got lucky that the guy that you were able, that that your true test didn't have to didn't have to have sex with you, but you no, know. I think she was lying. She just went in by herself. Which one? I don't think Kaji sent. I don't think no, the well, the, the no, goal no. was to get him off. Right. Yeah. That's the, the, yeah. The, the test was to get them off, and usually he's like the worst guy to get off because he's old and he's fat, and you can't even yeah. see his leg. That's why most. Yeah. If you have sex, if you get him off through sex, it'll be difficult. But he, oh, she went okay. over the route. Right. Yeah. She went, she went through the, the poetry and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but again, like like what Chubak says, like okay, your best way to get to your true love is to basically whore yourself out. I mean, there's a lot of luck that went through that, but again, maybe. Um, 
Seki was able to, because in the end, he was really following her, to be quite honest. Uh, and then the, I, I didn't like the plot twist of the dad being involved. Uh, the, the, oh, yeah. I, I saw that. Like fucking yeah, I, I I saw that, but I was like, no, oh, really? So mm -hmm. that's you marry off your daughter and then you kill off the family, so you become the show. I mean, there was easier ways to do that, you know? So I don't know. It's just, but you know, again, that's just uh, maybe it's just the whole. Uh, we're just so used to having plot twists, so it just has to be put in there, but. But again, overall, I mean, uh, it, it, so this is like a Netflix original uh, anime, right? It's not yep. like, mm -hmm. it's not like they, they just bought no, it. From it's not somewhere. based out of anything. It's written yeah. by the writer of Logan specifically yeah. for Netflix. So, so, I, yeah. so I guess for somebody who is not really a, your typical anime writer from in Japan, did, did a good job. I'm not saying it's great. Yeah. It's super great. Um, all right, I think we we have provided enough for our thoughts. Let's close it out. Closing statement statements and our ratings for season one of Blue Eye Samurai. I start with you, uh, Chibaks. I will go with the low nine. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, just some issues, like even in the end with Gringo, like he's supposed to be this loyal guy, and then he gets swayed by Tigan to leave his post, uh, you know, like. I know eventually yeah, for an apprentice, he he never really seems to follow all of the instructions I know. all the time. And he was the yeah. one that was gonna say uh to be honorable and stuff. So it just didn't it, yeah. it, she he didn't act like he was supposed to act, so it was surprising. Uh and then well yeah, I, I can't wait for the next one. I'm just sad that he didn't get the sword yet. She's gonna do the whole oh. action in the in London without his sword. So it's like Yeah. It'll be depressing because I love I love their sword. The sword after yeah. all of the action after after everything is done she could finally get the sword <laughs> like in yeah. the end when she gets back. Um, Arnie. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll go with a nine too. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll be shocked if she and Tygen don't end up fucking during this uh, series because uh, she, she could just. I see think that's the where it's headed. Yeah. yeah. Especially with Akemi being like, oh, now I want to be great. So so she's probably not going to be as interested with Taigen. And of course, once Taigen... They had an awkward moment. <laughs> I guess that Taigen was like... This, this, this reminds me of... Uh, this reminds me of uh, <laughs> a funny manga where... It's one of those high school mangas where... There's a girl who who uh, idolizes this guy who high jumps... And she high jumps as well. So it's like, so she uh, secretly enrolls in, in his school, but it's an all boy school. So, yeah. and then he's roommate with that, with that guy. But it's like that typical love triangle. There's another guy yeah. who, who gets close to the, the other two. And then the comedy part is like, uh, the guy isn't gay, but yeah. he's starting to feel things for the girl. But he doesn't Mulan. know that it's a girl. It's Mulan, dude. It's basically Mulan, right? <laughs> no, I know, but, but yeah, this again. but this one is funny because it's like the guy is like growing crazy because like, am I gay? <laughs> because I like uh, I think I'm starting to have feelings for this one. And then it turns out in the end it's like she's a girl. And so he's like, I'm not gay. 
<laughs> so it's like or basically uh, uh, it's the reverse white chicks like oh yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah but, it's but, weird. So it's like, I mean, but, but yeah i mean yeah so it's just like you know, i can't wait for season two and you know granted uh the writer's strike ended sooner so hopefully this is more in production more and then it's just basically the voice actors will be well who's left it's mizu and basically the, the going to be a lot i think yeah cuz randall park's dead <laughs> yeah. uh george Takei is dead so yeah so that's like uh but yeah i mean like it's a high 9 um you know uh, and yeah uh, i'm kind of curious how the the shogun's sons will share the power we'll see or or Probably, it's i first... guess another layer where you know he's going to be kind of like used by other people again yeah is the firstborn is he single because like because the she married this the younger son right i think i think he might be married Did, but... didn't the firstborn die no 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 the, no, the, the firstborn the, the both sons survived and the mom yeah only only the shogun died so yeah. So yeah. So he. So yeah. So either the firstborn will become the villain or the the, the Japanese villain, the Randall Park type, or or whoever's the second white man that they're trying to find is uh, gonna be the. Yeah, of course, yeah. that's gonna be the. But yeah, one, I mean, yeah. imagine Tigan. Like, how, what what is he thinking? Because I'm sure he realizes he's starting to have feelings for Mizu, but yeah, he thinks he's a guy. So like, yeah. It's yeah, complicated. They, they had that, I mean, there's they, nothing they wrong had... with being gay. It's just that yeah, no, but if you're not gay, it. and then yeah, I think I mean, particularly in that era, you know, having feelings for men have is actually much more acceptable than other things, right? Like yeah. you know, so it's I think I think it's just like you know, it's it's kind of explained away by mulan but also i mean also for an animated series this movie is very kinky oh yeah. self-aware with oh. the kinks full-on nude stuff not just and, and nude some, stuff like kinky stuff like like, uh, like there's an octopus <laughs> <laughs> i love no I, I mean i love it i like yeah. you know me i'm like uh i hate discrimination i hate like you know the the anti-woke stuff but yeah i mean I like everything more the more and the merrier so yeah i i, I can't wait how Ty. i want to see more of like Tygen and his realization yeah because yeah, like yeah aside from having feelings with a man he's also like well you're also a half breed so it's also an outcast it's, right? yeah because so, like so there's also that I, I remember the manga again it's like after like uh volumes of volumes of the guy like being torturing himself like uh if he's gay or not and then finally he just says I don't care anymore. I like I like this guy, so it's okay. And then then, then that's it's most he... likely gonna be like an episode before that will be people figuring out that the the episode after she... that he yeah. like like he finally accepts his feelings, like it doesn't matter anymore, gay or yeah. not or whatever. He yeah. just knows that he has feelings for this one person. Turns yeah. out to be a guy. And then here the the next epi- the next chapters when they find out that he's a girl. <laughs> Yeah. He's like Fuck. a deception. <laughs> I do like the idea that you know the message is like 
you whatever whatever you are whoever you are what's what's most important will come out and if you're just like a determined yeah if you're determined fighter don't care what your black white yellow green man woman it will come out so apparently me was just vengeance yeah but you know okay i I get it uh but again this won't be this this romantic or this there, there won't be this much sexual tension if we're not used to mulan Mm-hmm. Right. All right, chicks. John, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's your rating? Oh, my rating. Shit. Oh, forget. Uh, I'm a nine too. A low nine. Um, yeah. but the idea of it is, I was extremely surprised because I saw Onimusha. I had that fairly high. Oh, you saw it Onimusha? Was just pure. They watch it. It's fun. It's great. Like it, it's 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 just pure action though. That's the thing, and I I really was. Uh, I was not expecting the layers of cultural significance, um, you know, gender roles, uh, historical oppression, colonialism, uh-huh. all of the things like, you know, you know, sometimes like we forget about all of these things like being discriminated against by the color of your skin or the color of your eyes, something that you can't do anything about. But also the other things like, you know, Japan didn't drink milk because they thought yeah. that. Cows I were. Know. I did not know that. So, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. You know, cows are dirty, and then what comes from them are dirty. But in other cultures, like milk is nectar of the gods. Yeah. Make cheese out of that. So and, and then, and then Fowler's like, you know, you guys are so polite to a fault. <laughs> and, and those that too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, those are like just the layers of of what I thought I'd be entertained in with. Blue Eye Samurai was not the action, and I was, expect- <laughs> I was just expecting good action. Now I got good action. I got good story. I got good animation. Yes, you're right. There are, you know, the Akemi Taigen, uh, even the Ringo parts. Like for me, it's like overdone. I, you know, the the doting um, psychic, uh, the 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 princess that want to be a thug, the thug that is heart of gold kind of things like. I've got it. So, uh, but they were able to kind of like redeem a lot of those things uh, with, you know, everybody had like really, really solid character arcs, even down to fucking George Takei. Yeah. You start him as like this, you know, you kind of hate him a little bit and then you kind of yeah. love him a lot and then you kind of hate him again. And then you, you know, by the end, it's like, wow, that's great. Like even such a minor character has up and down scales. Yeah. He's really a... good. Um, And then. Oh the other thing that I never really thought about, like, and I thought I knew a lot about Japanese culture, was like the the black and teeth. I didn't realize oh. that. Like, I, I think yeah. I read it somewhere in the Asian Museum here. Yeah, that, forgot that you know. Oh shit, the black and teeth. You don't you yeah. we blacken your teeth so you can only smile for your husband. That that's fucking dope, right? You know, it's like yeah. those are the things that we no longer appreciate. That has you know, it's totally unacceptable nowadays. But there is a place in time that that was acceptable, and we need to respect that. And learning a lot of these through gore, action, and sex, I dig it. Plus, again, all of the all of the actors fucking great. So I'm giving it a nine as well. So all right, with with that, a final goodbye, Chabox. Yeah. Um. So next week we're gonna have a uh, first three episodes of Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Um, yeah it's out on apple tv first two episodes are out third one is on wednesday okay so i'll look for it yeah Uh, all right that's it okay so uh, final words final words for my american 
fellow my fellow Americans, it's uh, happy Thanksgiving on Thursday. Oh, Thanksgiving! And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, you know, this was a fun assignment. I mean, uh, I, I ex like I watched the episode where we reviewed the kill, uh, killer, the killer. I expected more of it. So I'm just glad that uh, Blue Eyed Samurai exceeded my expectations. So, like I said, I had high expectations, like with. Kenshin and uh, Animusha and all that stuff. So, yeah, great. All right. Well, yeah, this again, this was back to back good. Like, you know, I was entertained. Again, Killers, I just, again, had I known it was going to be slow, it would have been a totally different experience, but I still enjoyed it regardless. And yeah. a blue eyed samurai coming off the heels of Animusha, I thought that I was going to be sick of Japanese anime hyper violent stuff, but this was totally different. Like totally yeah. different thing, and I really, really enjoyed. So I actually had fun every night, uh, pacing out Blue-eyed Samurai. So I had, like I, I saw like two a night, it's perfect. Um, yeah, and can't wait for next week to hang out with you guys again. And with that, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, uh, send it to your friends. Um, you know, follow us on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash plus sixty HP. We record all weekend, every weekend, mornings Eastern Standard Time, evenings. Uh, Philippine time, you know, check us around, you know, 9 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Uh, Philippine time uh, during the start of a recording so we can discuss while we uh, chat about all these cool stuff. With that, on behalf of Trebox and Arnie, thank you very much for watching and we'll see you next time. Bye.